When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. Real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So why do you want to learn a new language? I'll tell you why. Because donde esta el baño can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much anywhere and learn the language of my choice. Not to mention I'm bringing my communication skills to new heights. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash StarTalk. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash StarTalk today. Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. This is Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. And I hail from New York City, where I work at the Hayden Planetarium, serving as its director, part of the American Museum of Natural History. You're all invited. Come on by Upper West Side of Manhattan. I got with me in studio, the one, the only, Chuck Nice. And thank God for that, <laughs> that he's the one and the only. One and the only Chuck Nice? Yes. You've yes. been thanking God for a lot of stuff lately. Has he been that busy with you? <laughs> Is just, this? <laughs> you know, I try to keep him on his toes. <laughs> you know? Try to keep him on his toes. Just the things you thank God for. I mean, you know, given like we have a whole universe here, you thank God because you're like the only Chuck Nice? Is it? Well, I'm saying that facetiously. Okay. <laughs> I'm not truly grateful. Other people are grateful. Other that people not are another me. Okay. Yeah, believe me. <laughs> so uh, we're doing another uh, Cosmic Queries edition of yes, Star Talk. Yes, we are. Cool. And so is, is today themed? Today's theme. All right. Is superheroes. Superheroes. You know, Questions I, you have not seen. I've got a few. I, you know, I know something about some superheroes, but I'm not like the expert. Well, you know, I, th the thing is, I've just been perusing these questions yeah. right now. Yeah. And uh, they're not really about the superheroes. I think the people are very thought some of them are just ridiculous. Okay. But I want to hear some of those too. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, you ask for them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're pretty 
thoughtful in that they're not really asking you about the superhero. They're asking you about the physics of the superhero with respect to real life physics. Gotcha. So I can totally rock that. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because and every astrophysicist is also a physicist. This is how that works. Exactly. In fact, my undergraduate degree is in physics. Is in physics. Just to, just to set that straight. So you're, you know, it's. Me and physics go way back. Yeah. So you got to, you can't, you can't become an astrophysicist. Without becoming a regular physicist? A regular physicist. <laughs> that's the deal? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the deal. I, I, probably half of my colleagues have degrees in physics before they got the PhD in astrophysics. Right. And even if they didn't, half their classes are all in physics. Okay, so now here's my other question. Then. Yeah. Can you be an astrophysicist without being a PhD? Uh, perhaps, but... An astrophysicist, the PhD, forget that it's an education level. The PhD is demonstration that you can perform original research on the frontier of cosmic discovery. Gotcha. So if you can do that at the master's level, sure, I'll sure. call you I'll call you an astrophysicist. Right. But at the master's level, the training is less refined to get to that point. Mm. So that's all. So, so you're more of a Padawan. What's, I, what the hell what is that? That's a... Uh, Jedi in training. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me for just geeking out for a second. By the way, there are people who are at the undergraduate level or at the master's level who have their names on research papers. But generally, they are topics that are selected by their advisors who do have the PhDs, right. who do understand where the frontier is and how to how to uh, advance it. Right. So, so that, that's how that plays. Yeah, but you you're still not an astrophysicist. You just got your name on a research paper. You got your name on a research paper. That's right. a start. It's a yeah, good. It's a that's kind of like looking through a telescope and discovering something that nobody has ever seen before, and they name it after you. You're still not an astrophysicist because okay, you just happen to be yeah, looking. You're at just the... a dude who looked up at the right time. <laughs> right, right. Gotcha. Right, right, and the right place. And the right place. Uh, so cool. There is no place without a time, and no time without a place. Right on. Think about that. Mm, mm. When you, if you ever go to your friend and say, "I'll meet you at ten o'clock," well, where? That's true. Okay, no place without time. No time. Or I'll meet. Place. I'll meet you at Shake Shack. When? Right. I mean, there's a t the t space time continuum is, is infused throughout everything we think and do, whether or not you're actively aware of that fact. Apparently, I'm not because I'm late for everything. Okay. <laughs> so, so now I. I so I haven't seen these questions. No, you haven't. Okay, so so let's give bring it on. Here we go. Let's start. And we're not. The point is not to stump me. It's just I'm here to highlight what I know and 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 and, and shed some uh, insight into uh, the topic at hand. Go. Absolutely. Go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is and some of these questions are pretty cool. Um, I'm going to start off with one that I like a lot from Mike Dotson. Comes to us from Earth and Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Because we agreed, if they don't say where they're from, you're going to say they're from Earth. They're from Good. Earth. Thank so you. people, start telling me where you're from when you send these in, please. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, if there was a superhero whose power was to see the whole spectrum of light, what do you think he or she would see, and what could we learn from him or her? So that, first of all, this, this uh, person doesn't exist in superhero land. Uh, so that's what I think is cool about this. But what if your power was to see all the spectrum of light mm -hmm. at once? Such a person has already been created in the world of science fiction. Oh. It's Jordy on Star Trek. That is correct, sir, because he is absolutely blind, but he uses his visor to see all the different spectrums of light. Correct. He has full, wide-spectrum vision of the world. That's right. And 
uh, it was quite a discovery in astrophysics that there's more to the universe than just visible light detectable by your retina. It was, it, it was I count it as one of the great demotions of human physiology, hmm. where you learn that this cherished sense that we have called sight, sight right. is actually quite feeble relative to all the things that are seeable out there in this world. So we're not seeing anything. We ain't seeing Jack. And in fact, you, you are familiar with the other parts of the electromagnetic spectrum, whether or not you knew that that's what they were. So ultraviolet, right. x-rays, right. Gamma, gamma rays, rays. infrared, microwaves, radio waves, all of this, including visible light, are part of a continuum of electromagnetic energy. Wow. And so if you could see all of that, it would be a really visually noisy world. Okay. Because if I'm looking at you now, you'd be glowing with infrared at your 98.6 degrees. Right. I look at your cell phone, it would be glowing with, with microwaves. Right. If Oh, by the way, <laughs> if you could see all spectrum, if you're driving the car, you'd be able to see the police, the police uh, radar gun. Right. From a mile he's away. shooting at you from right. Right. You say, "Up, oh, let me slow down. I got you." Right. And, and even if he had a laser radar gun, you'd be able to see. Yeah, you'll be no matter the frequency of light. Right. right. So, so it would you'd be immensely empowered to know what's going on in this world. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's kind of like Predator, right? But he, uh, no, he only no, was able to see I, his infrared. Uh, yeah, Predator saw infrared. Infrared. Plus, consider the Predator the film. Plus, in that movie, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> We had infrared scopes in the day. Right. And what you saw in the infrared scopes is what it looked like to him. Right. Okay. However, the infrared scopes are like low resolution, right? You just see these blobs. Yes, moving. blobs are moving. Right, around. right. It's these amorphous kind of blobs. Right. If he was an alien and had advanced technology, he'd be able to see infrared with as much detail as you see visible light. Wow. Why not? Exactly. He'd be able to see like the the the, the hands are a little cool, slightly cooler than the right. rest of the body because it's an extremity. He'd be able to see all these details. But the best we can think of doing is give him the damn low resolution infrared scopes. And just see a bunch of blobs. And see a bunch of blobs right. moving around. But, so he had infrared sight. and But I, it's not clear that he could see in other wavelengths. That wasn't obvious. So that's actually a very cool superhero to be able to see in every spectrum. Yeah, all you, at you once. can see, but then uh, for me, a hero has to do something about. You got you got to do something. See, I have, <laughs> I, I have very low expectations for my heroes. <laughs> you, you, you like the data taking superhero? Yes, exactly. <laughs> my my superhero just shows up and tells me stuff. <laughs> like his power is that's hot. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's just that's just a data collecting superhero. But fine, that would have that would be superpowers of vision, correct? Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that was fascinating, fascinating stuff, Mike Dotson. Way to go! So, Matt Eli from Earth and also Facebook wants to know this. Let's say Superman obeys the laws of physics. Okay. All right. So now we are suspending a lot of disbelief. Now, mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. uh, how does he fly? Could he use magnetism, dark energy, seamless transfer of his own mass to energy and air propulsion through his skin pores? What would be the thing to cause a humanoid form to take flight without the use of wings or a rocket? Now, when I was a kid and I saw Superman, you know, as a kid, you want to be a superhero, right? And right. at least I did. And my favorite superhero was Mighty Mouse. 
And here I come to save the day. Because he sang opera, and that was just exactly. cool. If I want to save women, I want to do it while singing. <laughs> singing opera, and he had that that operatic, you know, here I could, you know, it was a tenor, I guess. Yes, so it wasn't, yes. Yeah. So, and, he, and he had a big, powerful chest, and he would save the damsel. And so I thought if that's the kind of superhero I wanted to be. Now, Mighty Mouse had a cape. Yes. And Superman had a cape. Yes. So to me, I was, it was clear. The, the cape the makes cape you fly. Makes you fly. Exactly. It was clearly the case. Right. So that I put on a cape and I tried jumping and I didn't jump. Any, I measured that I didn't jump any farther wearing a cape than without a cape. So then I abandoned the idea that the cape made you fly. Right. This is like when I was in third grade or something. Okay. Know? So 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 I so no capes no capes are no no no. Right. So you, what you have to rely on is his muscular strength from a planet that might have a very high surface gravity. That's right. really what you had to. Now he came here as an infant, Moses style, right? right. Launched in a basket, yes. arrived in a basket, didn't right. age at all. Uh, probably came through a wormhole, so he can get here without aging. Right. And so, um, but he grows up with the strength of what he would have had on his home planet. Right. All right. So if you're that strong, then you jump. You looks like, it looks like you're flying when in fact you're just jumping. You're just leaping. You're just leaping. Right. And so look at how much the Hulk leaped. The Hulk can right. leap up he there. Can, yeah, please. And he, he Naeem wearing a cape. Bro, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just wearing some really sexy cutoffs. <laughs> 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 you know, I've never looked at the Hulk and thought, you're a sexy dude. You know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. That's kind of cool. He took off his shirt, got some cutoff jeans on. You know what I mean? I need some construction boots and we can talk. Well, he's the, he's the sixth village people guy, right? <laughs> 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 so were there five? I don't know. I've lost count. Uh, so so he was very he's very strong, and so he can leap these great distances almost right. like he's flying. So and if you remember, uh, Superman, what's the uh, uh, Superman Begins? Oh, no, it was Batman Begins. Batman Begins, but right. Superman uh, his origins or yeah, yeah yeah one of the movies was about his origins. Uh, when he finally sort of realizes these powers, he's jumping right. That's how he starts off. That's how he starts. It's just off. leaping, right? And he can leap so far. And I would say, if you're going to be a Superman that's real, you have extreme strength, which you know you need to bend steel with right. your bare hands. And that strength would then translate into your ability to, to jump and to leap very far distances, looking like you're flying. Which is, by the way, the original uh, um, uh, intro to Superman and the television series was. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Leap tall buildings. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't, it never said able to fly. Tall buildings, right. 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 Able to leap tall buildings. That's a good so, point. Forgotten so about basically, that. It's, 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 if he were to obey the laws of physics, he's never flying. He'd never be floating in air, just kind of like just chilling. Right. They got that in the later ones. But right. if, you, if, you, if this is Superman and the laws of physics combined, yeah, you'd, you'd, he'd be a, a, a great leaper. He's just a hell of a long jumper. A hell of a long jumper, exactly. <laughs> All right, th there you have it, man. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Okay. All right, let's move on to Victoria Huey coming to us from Earth. Um, okay, okay. There theoretically, Dr. Tyson, do you think a superhero with the power of inter-universal travel could ever be truly possible? Or would the probability of the laws of physics in other universes being different from ours prevent that from ever happening? Could somebody do it? Awesome question. So in the multiverse concept. Yes. Uh, these Which, by the way, in Thor, that is what happens. It is the inter-universal travel. 
because Thor wait, opens wait, and from no. his world opens up a portal. No, no, no. His world. I think his world is in our universe. He's just the portal gets you from his world yeah, to oh, our okay. part of the world. All right, so there you go. Isn't isn't that world sectors, and we're one of those sectors? I think it is. I think I thought, you're right. You're right. There's there six sectors, right? Exactly. And we're one of them. We're one of them, and so this is easy access from one sector. So to So that's another. a wormhole. That's a wormhole. It's essentially okay. a wormhole. So, but this okay. would be an interuniversal portal from the multiverse. I got you. So in the multiverse, it's it's prescribed by the fact that these are fluctuations in the quantum. The early quantum universe, all right? And quantum physics uh, is, is a fascinating understanding of the structure of matter on the smallest scales. Right. Uh, there's, there's particles that pop in and out of existence. I mean, it's a stunning reality that exists at those scales. Now, the whole universe doesn't do that unless the entire universe were the size of an atom. Then when you pop particles in and out of existence, you're actually popping universes in and out of existence. Whoa. Whoa. Now, see, man, now I wish I had some marijuana because that is awesome what you just said. Man, I should be high right now. That would be so cool. Here's my question. Because that would mean Here, that. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Here's my question. That fact is so profound. Will the marijuana add to it or subtract? No, marijuana is definitely going to add to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I think of marijuana, I think of something that adds depth to something that doesn't otherwise have it. That is also true. This is what I'm saying. However, but now I'm handing you depth on a silver platter. Now, what it can also do is augment the depth that is already resident. Okay, I hadn't thought about the augmenting. Yes. Okay. So, right. you know, it can work both ways. It can make you look at something and go, whoa, when you shouldn't be doing that at all. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Just like, oh my God, you put coffee in that coffee cup? Oh my God, dude, that is so freaking awesome. You mean it's a container completely devoted to just one liquid? Oh my God, coffee cup. Whoa. See? Or it could take something that is already mind-blowing yeah. and then just cause you to get even deeper into that. Okay. Like the fact that popping in and out of the multiverse on a quantum physics level would mean that we are the atom that's popping in and out. Right. The whole universe is the whole is universe the is Correct. the atom that's Correct. popping. See, that is awesome. Yeah. So here you have it. So now it turns out. All, our understanding of quantum physics tells us that if you pop a new universe out of this, right. the laws of physics will likely be slightly different. Okay, okay. So all, this ensemble of other universes are could be dangerous to visit, right? crossing from one universe to the other. And clearly the person who wrote that question understands this. Absolutely, okay. Victoria. So you would have to be a superhero who had law of physics resistant molecules that you were composed of. Right. So maybe there are certain configurations of matter and energy that transcend even the multiverse itself. Sweet. Then you'd make a superhero out of this super substance so that it could visit different universes, universes. and save people in all the different universes. But none, no one of us could do that right. because you could fall into a pile of goo. Right, if, just, by, just by popping just, out. Just by popping in because the, right. the, the, the forces that bind your molecules manifest differently from one, one universe to another. So there would be an, it, it would be an excuse to invent a new kind of substance out of which you would make this new kind of superhero. And this new kind of superhero would actually be a new kind of physics too because just like quantum physics is different, 
he would be the quantum physics of the multiverse because he's different. Uh, he'd be different, yeah. But but what's interesting is if you can make everything out of stuff that's different, then it wouldn't matter what universe you were in. That's true. Yeah, but you'd have to know how to interact with the stuff that isn't different. That's the that's the fun part. See, this yeah. is why we need a marijuana man. That's what I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> We've got just a few, uh, like less than a minute. What, what what do you got? Oh, God, 30 seconds. In this seconds. segment. Okay, what do you have? Okay, here you go. Hello, Dr. Tyson. What's the deal with Thor's hammer? <laughs> okay, th- there's a story there. Really? Yes, yes. I, but the, 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 the clock does not provide time to contain it. Okay, well, should we do a cliffhanger? <laughs> yeah. So here's the story about Thor's hammer. Oh, Look at that. We got to take a break. When we come back, I'm, we, Chuck and I return, and we're talking about superheroes in Cosmic Queries. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mère and mère somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you, like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the US on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx ground is faster to more locations than UPS ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. We're back on Star Talk. Yes. Star Talk Radio. You're Tyson. I work at the American Museum of Natural History. Yes, you do. Yeah. You, have, you, you gotta come by sometime. I best, that's there too. Have you ever brought any one of your nine kids? No. Uh, well, my wife did that. She However, did, oh, okay. my son did ask me to go. Well, to you didn't kid. say no, you don't have nine kids. <laughs> <laughs> how many, 
I'm the old dirty bastard of Star Talk. Well, how many Chuck, kids you have? How many? Old dirty Chuck Nice with nine children. I know. Right. I have three. Three kids. Okay, sorry, I, I exaggerated. Which, by the way, I, I am going to come by the planetarium. My son uh, mm-hmm. wants to go. And their ages are what? I have a 15 year old daughter mm-hmm. who doesn't want any part of me whatsoever. Okay. Uh, I have a nine year old son uh-huh. who. We do everything together. That's still a good age. That's yeah, still yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And I have a two-year-old because I'm an idiot. Okay. That's, the That's why stupid penis hate you. Hate you. Stupid. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> exactly. <Okay. laughs> I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> All right. Okay. So... <laughs> What were we talking? Oh, uh, we we left off with a cosmic query. What was it? Yeah, which I thought was a really simple little it is, uh, yeah. cosmic query, but um, it's what, what's up with Thor's? Hand? Yeah, uh, and this is Dietrich Iswig uh, Kaya is uh, just coming to us from Earth. It's from Earth, okay. And once again, here's the question: Hello, Doctor Tyson. What's the deal with Thor's hammer? Okay, so here's the deal. Okay. All right, I'm watching Thor the movie. Right. All right. Now I don't cl- I don't go back to the like earliest comic books, so don't I don't count myself as a comic book expert, but I do enjoy some good movies yeah. about superheroes. So I'm watching the, the the Thor movie. Okay. Right. The the first of the the, the movies, and there's a scene. Where one of the characters describes the hammer as being forged in the ashes of a dying star. Wow. And I said, yes, I can calculate this. Now, there are many different kinds of dying stars, right. but the Thor's hammer is very heavy, and only Thor can pick it up. Right. So let me go to the kind of dying star that's really heavy, okay. and that would be a neutron star, right. which is made of dense packed neutrons. So I said, well, how big is Thor's hammer? So a friend of mine who has a replica of Thor's hammer gave it to me, and I measured the size of the hammer. And I said, okay, if we make a hammer out of neutron star matter, okay, I can calculate how much that would weigh. Awesome. It would weigh as much as a herd of three billion elephants. Wow. Three billion Plus elephants. or minus. I, have to, I, I tweeted this. I would go back and check my tweet. And but average- it's a number about, it might have been 30 billion, but it's, it's heavy. Right. And then I realized that's why even the Hulk couldn't pick it up. Right. Because what? there's nothing the Hulk can't do, can't pick this up. Because it weighs as much as a herd of three billion elephants. Okay, right. and again, the exact number is in my tweet. Um, you go back like a few months; it's there, like a year; it's there. All right. So, I so I tweeted that, and I said, <laughs> and I have a picture of my hand holding the your the friend's Thor rep- uh, the replica, replica, right? And I said, Thor lent me his hammer to do some experiments, and there's the picture <laughs> at its current density, forged in the in the out of the ashes of a dying star. Bada bing, here's how much it weighs. And people say, oh my gosh, mind blown. Oh my gosh. Right, that right. is pretty mind blown. Wait, wait. So now watch. Wait. Then, a couple months later, someone comes in and says, I am an expert on Thor and Norse legends, and you did not do the right calculation. Really? And I said, what? And he said, and so this person is a professor of physics. Okay. And Norse god specialist. Wow. Okay. He gets laid a lot. <laughs> okay. So I so I got nothing on him there. <laughs> I got all I do was see the damn movie. All right. I right. okay. He's a Norse god specialist. specialist. Forgive me, I forgot his name, but he's out there. And he came back and said, Nope, you didn't do the calculation. It's made of some ethereal stuff 
and he made some estimate about how much the density and how much it would weigh, and it, the Thor's wet, hammer would weigh about six pounds. And I said, no, that ain't right. No, I like my answer better, even if it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that does not sound cool. <laughs> Weighs about six pounds. But I suppose that what he's saying is because he's a god and there you have to be worthy. Only the person worthy to rule Asgard can lift the, the I hammer. Get it, but my wrong answer was way cooler. Yeah, it is way cooler. Because <laughs> six pounds, how much does Thor's hammer weigh? Six pounds. That sucks. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. That's, that's a sucky ass I, I, I conceded, I, 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 and I said, thank you, but still. Yeah, you know. neutron, dying neutron star, that's cool. Yeah, a neutron star is the remnant of a star that has just exploded as a supernova. Right. So there's the ashes of a dying star for you. That's yeah, but he was saying it's some it's some mythical substance that it's made All of. All right, and six pounds. All right. That's the answer. Whatever. It's some other, again, I, the right numbers are in the tweet. I, yeah. I, because I'm not doing calculations in front of you right now, but when I did the tweet, I did the calculation. Yeah. Because you got me on the spot here. I don't, I'm not well, gonna... who knew that Dietrich uh, would come up with a super cool question, so simply put, what's up with Thor's Well, because there was a whole story behind There's a backstory. Exactly. My calculation, I was shown to be wrong, and it was by a physicist, uh, Norse expert. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what does he know? <laughs> Spending all that time studying Norse gods, please. Right. All right. Thanks for ruining it, Dr. Norse God. And, and what day of the week Killjoy. is named after Thor? Oh, I don't know. Thursday? Thor's Day. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Is that it's for actually real? true. Yes, of course. <laughs> Thor's Day. And uh, Thor is like wields the lightning bolt, as does Jupiter. And they're Zeus. corresponding, yeah, they're corresponding jobs, uh, uh, gods. And so in the romance languages, what is Thursday? I don't know. Don't you know any romance languages? No, because I only speak English. <laughs> I, don't eat, I don't speak Spanish. In romance language is named after Jupiter. So they're oh, corresponding okay. gods. It's just in English we got the Norse gods, and in the Romance languages they got the the Roman gods. Nice. Yeah. Okay, because it's pretty... the Romance language. Romance. Rome, they get the Roman gotcha. gods. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought it was because you know when you have that accent, chicks just dig you. <laughs> I think that's why they called it the Romans. You know, anytime you speak like you know, look, I go to a girl and I go, "Hey, how are you?" Then you know she's like, "Yeah, whatever." But if I go. How are you? Then it's all of a sudden how cool. Are how are you? How are you? Right. <laughs> oh my God, where are you from? <laughs> you know, that's. Anyway. But all I'm saying is that romance comes from Rome. That's gotcha. all. Okay. All right. The fact that we attach uh, sex and dating to it, that's another layer on top of. That would, be, that would be my problem. Okay. Okay. All right. All right let's got? go to Ben Croft coming to us from Earth. Mm hmm. Okay. Dr. Tyson, in your opinion. Who would be the most scientifically accurate and believable superhero with superhuman abilities in relation to real world physics and counterpoint the most unbelievable and inaccurate and why? Yes. Yeah, so and he is coming to us from Brisbane, uh, Australia. Oh, uh, cool. So I think the most reachable superhero that's out there is Batman. Because gotcha. he, he uses real devices on his utility belt. Exactly. And there's nothing there that you just say, oh, that can't happen, or he couldn't right. have done that. Or, you know, yeah, he's got some some special materials, but that's okay because his company makes yeah, He's really, a billionaire. Yeah, he's a billionaire. And, so and he his can company have, is um, working for the government, uh, developing experimental technology. And he's got the stuff military. that you don't have. Absolutely. So, so for me, he's the most realistic superhero. And Robin as well. He's just an acrobat in tights. Okay. All right. So. Right. Or at least that's their cover. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know we know the deal. 
hanging around with that young boy all the time, putting him in underwear. Mm-hmm. Living at your house, your big billionaire mansion. We know the deal. We know the deal. Oh, yes, that's my young ward. Oh, is that what you call him? Oh, your young ward. Oh, okay. Okay, child services won't be called because you're a billionaire and you have a young ward, okay? Let me do that. I am up on charges. <laughs> I swear, I've never thought about it that way. <laughs> Nor did I ever think that Bert and Ernie were a gay couple. Right. You know, this, you know, there's a whole, or the Tinky Winky was the gay one out of the. Yes. You know, there's a whole, there's a whole uh, literature but, yeah, on, yeah, on on who, who <laughs> what, right exactly who okay. and what might be gay who and what might be. Uh, so where I even forgot what I was talking about. So oh, you were saying that oh, so he's Batman. the most realistic, right, right. realistic is Batman. And he's more real than Iron Man because the energy source that Iron Man is drawing from, to, to concentrate that much energy in one place, you would basically vaporize everything it was touching. Right. So and, and the other thing, too, is when you think about Tony Stark having this power source inside his chest. Right. Okay, let's be honest. Let's just hook him up to a city. And forget it because that's amazing. Right. Why is this guy flying around in a suit instead of powering New York for free? But go ahead. Right. So you can't concentrate energy. Anything that you've ever used that has a lot of energy going on with it gets very hot very quickly. Right. That's what energy does. Right. If you fire a gun enough times, the gun gets warm. It can't even get too hot to or touch. Too hot to right. touch. Yeah. Right. Right. And cannons in the old days. In fact, they used cannons firing cannonballs. And the, the the fact that the cannon kept getting hotter and hotter and hotter to discover and come to an understanding of how heat worked. A physicist would say, you know, can we, while you're fighting this war, can, right. we, <laughs> can we come in here and measure? <laughs> measure, right. Measure. And they thought there was a substance called caloric, which was a, a fluid that would be heat. And if you put caloric from one thing to the other, then that thing would be at a higher temperature. Oh. And so there were early ideas where, where, where we were intellectually sort of machinating how this would work. So so Tony Stark, well, I think he could wipe the floor with Batman. Right. Uh, if I had to be one of those, I'd definitely be Tony Stark. Yeah, because you're both billionaires. <laughs> So hey, why not, right? <laughs> well, no, well, no, they, no, they're both billionaires. They're, that's what I'm saying, right? Right? Yeah, they're both. Yeah, yeah pick one, pick the billionaire. Pick the billionaire you want to be, right, right? Right. And so uh, definitely, but it's the energy, the concentration of energy is not, it's not real, right? So, so there you go. Now the least, uh, the least believable, least believable. I'd say the Hulk. The Hulk. Come on now. Is that because he's made from gamma radiation? Yeah. So first of all, gamma rays can will will kill you. First of all, <laughs> but let's hold that detail aside right. for the moment. All right. Now next, it would mess with your DNA. Okay. So okay. we get that. So here he is turning green. All right. So let's even allow that. He increases in mass and right. then decreases in mass. Like where does that? If, if you if you want to do that, you're converting energy into mass and back again. You he would explode wherever he was, the city, whatever. So you can't just get bigger unless he has the same mass. Mm-hmm. And if he is, then he's less dense. Uh-huh. In the state of Hulk than he is as Bruce Banner. So he's just kind of, but he'd be very kind of like marshmallow. Like marshmallow me or like or 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 what's the balloon you play with at the beach? Uh, a beach ball. Beach ball. Beach ball yeah. He'd be like a beach ball. He'd be like a beach ball. Right. Unless maybe that he could just like seven minute abs, perhaps. 
could that <laughs> that could be the <laughs> so so the Hulk and 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 why is he so angry so much? You know that's that's he, he's, well no he's, that's anger management. But see that's Banner's repressed anger. Oh, so it isn't necessarily that the Hulk is it is the is manifestation of, right. Of, it's of that anger. he is really Banner's the anger angry guy. Okay, he's the guy with the psychological problems, and then the Hulk okay. is his. So it's an extreme Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Absolutely, right. but at least Mister Hyde no. Yeah, at yeah, least, Mr. At least Hyde. Mr. Hyde didn't didn't have more mass as in his state. Right, he right. was just changed evil. psychologically. Right. right. So, so I would say the Hulk. Everybody else, you know, there's some plausible thing. Radioactive spider. You know, okay, right. I, I'm there. You come from another planet. Easy uh, enough. Uh, easy enough. Don't have to explain right. that. Nothing to explain. Right. It's just like like uh, that Saturday Night Live skit. We're from France. Right. <laughs> the, oh, what were they called? The Coneheads. Cone cone we're from France, right. and that was it. That was it. Explained that explained everything. 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 And, and who's the Rock guy? That's a little weird. That's the thing from the, the thing. Fantastic. That's Four. a little weird. And who's he is also like the Hulk in that some weird experimentation turns right. him into that. Right. 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 But right. then he, he would change. He has to change himself molecularly. But he can't do that. See, that's the coolest thing about the thing. He's just stuck like that nasty rock looking. Remind thing. me how he becomes rock? I forgot how yeah, it yeah, actually okay. happened. But he got caught in this. No, I know. No, I know. But in, in some kind of. Uh, uh, same radiation thing. Right. Same, right, right. Okay. So, so and now the stretchy people. That's a little weird. Uh, yes, exactly. You know. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Plastic Man. Plastic Man. Yeah. I. And Elasto Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay, okay, I don't know. But, so, I, but I still put the Hulk at the top of the unbelievable list. He's unbelievable. Yeah, but and Batman is the most believable. For me, yeah. 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 There you go. I'm with you on the Batman thing, too. I yeah. think that's why he's able to beat Superman is because he- That has not been established yet. I think it has. The movie's not out yet. Well, but it's been done before in the comic books and in the animated series. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Batman wins, and the reason why he wins, he's a job creator. <laughs> He's a billionaire, <laughs> and that's the, really that's the answer. He's a billionaire. Okay, you know. All right, all right. Cool. Maybe we can fit one more in before the break. What do you got? Okay, here we go. Uh, this is from Elijah Claude, and Elijah wants to know this: uh, the reason why the Flash is one of the most powerful heroes is because of his speed. I he i e he uses speed force, which apparently surpasses the cosmic speed limit of light. Mm-hmm. Seeing that the closer you get to the speed of light, the more space time bends for you. Could he speed his? Wait, could speed itself be considered a force? No. However, if he's actually going faster than light, which I didn't know, but let's assume that's true for the sake of this answer. For the sake of the thing, he would be moving back in time. So Ah. the cool thing about it is, if he wants to go someplace so fast to stop something from happening. He would just go back in time. The act of going faster than light takes him back in time, so he's there before the person even thought to do so. Oh, snap. He's the minority report of superheroes. (laughs) Oh, that was cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So that would be the true way to stop the crime. Right. You you see it happening, and you go so fast, you catch it before it happened, and, and, and you'd be the precog. Right, yeah, uh, in minority, in minority report, yeah, yeah, that, that would be that would be cool. So, so, but otherwise, the bending of space time is what it, gravity does. That if he's just going fast, he's he's right. in his own little yeah. He can go be he can go back in time, but he's not affecting everybody around him the way a gravity field would. That's okay, all. yeah, okay, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. We got to take a break, and when we come back, more Star Talk, Cosmic Curry's edition, superheroes. Back with you. 
your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency creates personalized anti-aging formulas that smooth fine lines, lighten dark spots, and improve the appearance of dark circles. Each formula is tailored to you and prescribed by a licensed dermatology provider. Formulas are customized with clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than retinol. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Throw in some music. We can watch the game. Or we could keep it simple. Corona. La vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're back on Star Talk, Star Talk Radio, Cosmic Queries Edition. Chuck, where do all these questions come from? Chuck well, Nice is my co-host here. Yeah? Yes, I am, and we're getting them from um, all over Facebook, Twitter. So Facebook, we're Star Talk Radio on uh, Facebook, and yeah. then uh, people, Twitter is at Star Talk Radio. Yeah, and people have uh, actually sent some uh, via to the StarTalk.net to okay. uh, to uh, ask. Oh, so everywhere yeah all, all the, over. the whole social media presence okay cool yeah cool yeah. and you're on, you you you're star chuck star chuck star chuck star chuck nice star chuck nice you're chuck nice comic on, on twitter on yeah. twitter and, and, and i Instagram. anyone cares about my tweets it's I, it's just neil tyson uh, at neil tyson at neil tyson and you're Everybody on instagram too yeah i'm on instagram i don't even use it but okay. i do i'm on there at chuck nice comic everything okay. is at chuck nice it's chuck nice comic yeah, all right all right we'll change it all to chuck nice comic all right so all right so what's your, what's the next question superheroes bring right, it on so, and and in this in this segment uh if we don't get through all the questions we go into lightning round with like five minutes left so okay where i sound bite all answers all right there here we go, go. Mm-hmm. um all right and uh, you know uh, we we had a break and you asked about how uh, I told you how stupid some of these questions were, <laughs> and you said, uh, "Go ahead," because you don't get to see the questions. I don't. Yeah. So, so you were up. like, you were like, "No, give me a give me a stupid question." Give me what you're calling a stupid question. Uh, you are not calling a stupid. question. Maybe it's deep, you're not and you don't rude. know why it's deep. Ooh, is that possible? That is very possible. There you go. But not for this question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grieg, first of all. What a name. I like the name. Grieg Lord. Grieg. Grieg. As in the composer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Grieg Lord. Edvard Grieg. Yes. So Grieg wants to know this. When Superman farts, is the gas or the wind more lethal? Because <laughs> he has super breath, you know what I mean, where he can freeze things. So, Oh, yeah. So would his super farts be the same way? Uh, so I... I think he eats regular food. Right. Right. And so if he eats regular food, then the anaerobic digestion of that food that occurs in one's lower intestine right. would be creating the, you know, the 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 smelly gases that are associated with the the effluences <laughs> of the human orifices. So, uh, well, well, because they're human. But so, w- would Superman have? Would it be extra potent? One might ask. Right. I don't see why not. Because here's what's interesting. Here, here's something Superman would be cool if he could do this. You know, his breath can freeze things. Yes. You've seen that. But I've never seen his breath turn things on fire. 
No, it hasn't. Whereas his eyes do that. The methane, well, because he he focuses a laser. Laser. On, the right. methane that comes out out of uh, out of uh, butt effluences. Mm-hmm. Methane is actually flammable. Yes, it is. And that's the gas that is in the stove. If you have gas, typically in mm-hmm. in the city, you'll have uh, methane coming out of your stove. Right. All right. That that lights. Okay. So, if he could look at his own butt, he could light his own fart. Well, what I'm saying, exactly. So he can use his laser to light the fart and turn it into a flamethrower. <laughs> I'm just inventing. I mean, you asked me the question was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that. So that would just kind of look funny, <laughs> right? He's got to birth him. He pulls down his drawers. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> no, I'm just, if, if it's flammable, for him it would be more flammable, right? Because <laughs> whatever it is in human, it's super in him. <laughs> Chuck, you're tearing up here. <laughs> You're killing me, today. <laughs> okay. But that image is is crazy. But it's right. Is he does super thing? Chuck is crying. Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> okay. Okay. You asked the question. I'm just oh, saying the physics and everything. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God, I can't. I can't tell you how sorry I am. I have to ask you. <laughs> okay. Oh God. Oh my God. Well, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you were too funny. Thank you. Who knew we would get all of that? I said it was a stupid question. I, I take that back. I And we uh, discover a new power for Superman. Oh, God. Right. I will never get that image out of my head. <laughs> Every time I see Superman, I'm, I'm going to wait for him to pull down his pants, look at his butt, and turn his ass into a flamethrower. I'm sorry. That's amazing. Oh, God. Okay. All right, let's compose okay. and move on. Okay. Okay. All right, what's next? All right. This one's from Just, just him pulling down his drawers. Oh, I know. That's what got me. Just, oh, God. Or having a, like one of those little button flaps on his leotard. That would be even better. All right, here we go. All right. This is from Drew Del Fonte. Mm-hmm. Who wants to know this? If you... Dr. Tyson had superpowers and could travel through space with no problems. Where would you travel first? In other words, you can fly through space like Superman. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. So you ain't, you know, you don't need oxygen and all that. And for what reason? My guess is that, and this is what I love about it, you would travel to a black hole to study it. This is what he's saying he thinks you would do. Now, what would you do? All right. So uh, black holes are very cool, but what rather than study a black hole, uh-huh. I would study phenomena in the universe that that are sort of transitory. So I'd want to be right up, if I had protective shield around me, mm-hmm. I'd want to observe and study exactly what a star does before it explodes its guts to smithereens in the form of a supernova. Wow. I want to be there, because we can see supernova from across the universe. Right. That's how bright they are. Right. And they wreak havoc on their environments. And, and that star, before it exploded, I want to see the state of matter and, and and structure that it had, right? Because it imagine what you must be instants before you explode with enough energy to be seen across the universe, right? That pre-state that you're in to me would be immensely fascinating. 
Wow. That's what I would do. I'd watch a supernova explode. Nice. And then I would know that the ingredients within that supernova are the very atoms that comprise life as we know it. And I'd watch the carbon and the nitrogen and the oxygen and the silicon all scatter out into the galaxy. And I'd say to myself, there goes the birth ingredients of the next generation of stars. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So you're, you're basically there uh, for uh, cosmic sex. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's how stars make other, that's how other stars. stars make right, other right. And sweetheart, that's how stars are born. <laughs> okay. All right. That was cool, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh not a black hole, but uh actually something just as cool. Yeah. Which yeah. is the supernova. Oh, by the way, and if you want to do you want two for one, there are some supernova that our data our calculations suggest leave a black hole in it as a remnant. So then you get two for one on that one. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm, that's a threesome. Okay. <laughs> so um, here's the deal from J Jerry James. Jerry James says, Superman coming to us from Earth and Facebook. Jerry James says, Superman absorbs radiation from the sun like a solar battery and converts it into his powers. This is what he's saying, not me. If he never used his powers, wouldn't that radiation build up inside of him, causing him to admit dangerous radiation to everyone around him? By the way, if he is doing that, wouldn't he just be a radioactive person? Yes, and he he had a very high temperature. As I said earlier, you can't store energy in an unlimited way without you getting hot. It's just right. how it's how nature manifests itself. So yeah, so no, no, he'd be very hot. You know, he was coming from long and just carry a Geiger counter. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> that's his breathalyzer that's his breath yeah so no i don't see i don't see that happening uh plus our uh, uh the claim was our star somehow nourished his energy but uh, we know how to take all the energy from our sun you know we right. got solar panels and things right and he, he's not going to absorb it faster or better than a solar panel will so and i'm not i'm not i'm not there on that one okay gotcha yeah gotcha yeah. all right benny uh, steals with with his bare hands i'm good with that but the <laughs> and flying and blue pantyhose, I'm good with that. But that, but but taking energy from the sun, no, 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 no. no. Okay, not in a million years. No. All right, okay. Jennifer Anderson, not Aniston, but Jennifer Anderson. I just realized we're being filmed for this cosmic query. Yes, we are. I guess we post that on Facebook. I mean, yes, we do. Yeah. I just realized my head has been turned away from the camera the entire show. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. Well, all right. Okay. Go for it. All right. Jennifer Anderson wants to know this. In Doctor Who, the TARDIS uses a, a star frozen at the point of becoming a black hole as its means for time travel, the, the iHarmony. Could you send a ship to a black hole and be able to travel time and interact with events, or would it just get sucked in and only observed all the events that the black hole had eaten? Ooh. Uh, yeah, so it turns out, if you have a rotating black hole, there's a trajectory through it where you could possibly come out the other side and ah. uh, before when you left. And so there are these trajectories in specially configured black holes. So sure. So theoretically, yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's right. You can, yes. If that's how they explain mm -hmm. time travel in the TARDIS, right. the time in relative dimensions in space. That Did you know that? That it, would it, work it out. An, it was an acronym. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, in principle, yeah, black holes are where you would be doing this. Right. So However, even if it's impossible, 
even if it's impossible, if it, if it were possible at all, it, you need the black hole. You need the black hole. Right. If it were possible it, at all. That's how right. you would have that's to do how it. You would have to do it. Right, right. But if you've ever uh, listened to the great courses, uh, and you would know that you would be spaghettified before that even happened. Oh, the great, the, I gave one of my lectures on yeah, that. I yes. know, I listened to you it. You listened to it. the mm-hmm. great courses. Well, all right. thank you. All right. So I think we, we, we are in the lightning round. Wait, get my bell. Wait a minute. There we go. Okay, lightning round. All Here my answers go. will be sound bites. Go. Orlando Alonso from Facebook and Earth wants to know, could Magneto control the core of the Earth? Yes. Boom. Next question. <laughs> but, but just because something's made of metal doesn't mean Magneto can control it because not all metal is magnetic. Ooh. There you go. Great I'm, answer. I'm just saying. Okay, nice. go. All right. Could Lois Lane have Superman's baby? Uh, because we are aliens. All right. Oh. well. Okay. And would the baby kick through her womb? <laughs> Busting, busting out. That was funny. That was good. I would say Superman looks so humanoid, right? That there's got to be sufficient overlap there to try a cross species baby. Okay, uh, he looks so humanoid. Yeah, he's so much like us that. Yeah, yeah. So I'd I'd give it that. And yeah, watch out. The baby could kick out like the alien, <laughs> like, like an alien. Yeah. All right. That okay. was from Fernando Felipe Levia, by the I'm way. Messing with the. Ba- there we go. Okay, All go. Right. Okay. All right. Here's the next one. If you, Dr. Tyson, could have a- Wait, 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 wait. Back up to the Superman. Uh, if Spock could be half Vulcan, half human- Right. Then Super- Lois Lane can have a half super, half human Kryptonian baby. baby. Yeah, yeah, good. Right, okay. There you go. Uh, C. Sean Smith wants to know this. If you, Dr. Tyson, could have one superpower, what would it be and why? I'd like to read people's minds. Because then you know in advance if they're going to commit a crime or if they want to commit a crime and you can keep, keep tabs on them. Uh, you want to know if someone likes you- you know, it, was, it would have been really useful in middle school. That would have been totally yes. the best thing ever uh, to have had. Just to read, read minds. Sweet. Yeah, okay, good. All right, Mark Cervantes wants to know this. Cervantes. Cervantes okay. wants to know this. Could, super fl- could Superman fly to Uranus? And so. if so, what would he find? <laughs> he would find asteroids on Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it right back to him. Okay. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Juan Herrera wants to know this. Dr. Tyson, if we only use 10% of our brains, is there any way possible that we could develop telekinetic powers like Professor X and reach the full potential of our brain? The fact is, the idea that we use 10% of our brain was never true. It is a misquote from what actually was said by the actual neuroscientist 100 years ago, who said the brain is so complex, we only know what 10% of it is used for. Boom. And that became, we only, we only use 10%, 10% of, of our, our brain. brain. Gotcha. So this, all this stuff with Professor X, and what's that, what's that, uh, the movie? Oh, uh, with the girl. With who, the, uh, yeah, uh, yes. uh, Lucy. Lucy. Lucy, this is a fiction based on a misinterpretation of someone who's just trying to say how much we don't yet know about the brain. There you go. And why presume that extra brain power means you can move stuff? Why does it just mean you can figure stuff out better? Right, exactly. Right. You're just smarter. You're just smarter. <laughs> I can't move stuff. I just read faster. Yeah, you read faster. You invent the solutions to problems. So I don't know where people got this telekinetic stuff. Yeah. I want to move some. I'll reach out and touch it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So that's the answer the, is no. No. So that's all the time we got. Chuck. Oh, oh my God. This was fun. Chuck, thanks for having me. For, Chuck, thanks for being on Star Talk. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. You've been listening to Star Talk Radio. And as always, I bid you. To keep looking up.
your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency creates personalized anti-aging formulas that smooth fine lines, lighten dark spots, and improve the appearance of dark circles. Each formula is tailored to you and prescribed by a licensed dermatology provider. Formulas are customized with clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than retinol. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.